Big boobs, little boobs, curvy, petite, introvert, extrovert, loud, quiet. You, my friend, perfect, exactly the way you are right now. I'm Steph, your host, the big boobed introvert CEO of Confetti Curves, and I'm going to remind you that confidence comes from loving all that you are right now. Shall we get started? Shabon, welcome to Confident in Your Curves. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> my cheeks are already sore from laughing. I wonder oh how they'll God. be at the end. Now tell me, what is the thing you love most about yourself right now? Oh, I was thinking about this today. I just me, like all of me. That's like I can't pick. Yeah, there's no. I can't pick a certain piece because it's taken me such a long time to get to this place that I am today where I do love every single inch of me. So that's what we're going with. That's Just fucking me. incredible though. Like, yeah. Go you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously this has not always been the case. Mm. What do you think has been the like trigger or like the thing that's helped you get to that kind of contentness in yourself? Yeah, I honestly, I'm like, there was, there was a pivotal point probably about two years ago where I was like at my absolute lowest and my mental health was so bad. I mean, my entire life, I don't think I ever liked anything about myself. Um, Yeah, which is really sad to say now, but... Yeah, there wasn't I, – I honestly, like, you know when you're back at school and, you know, you do those exercises where they're like, pick one thing that you like about yourself. I genuinely could not pick a single thing. And everyone, even people were like, my eyes, my hair. I was like, nah, I don't – there's not one thing. And it's so sad. But, yeah, I got – like, two years ago, my mental health was so low. I was really – yeah, really depressed, really – my anxiety was so bad, especially when I was at uni – like I was talking to someone about this the other day that I would have to plan my panic attacks. So I would have to walk, like I'd have to get to class early because I would have to walk to the bathrooms near the class and I'd have to sit there and have a panic attack and then go into the classroom, which is so fucking sad. But it was just my reality. Like that's how bad it was. And, you know, I'd walk into the classroom and I'd be like all hunched over and just like no one look at me. And... Yeah, completely different. If like if you ever see me in person, it's not how I am now. <laughs> I'm like, I am in charge of this room. <laughs> Get That's out of my way. <laughs> That's like a full 180 and like the best kind. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm so yeah. jealous. Oh, <laughs> don't be jealous. You're amazing. Thank you. I love I, you. <laughs> I love you too. I am still really struggling with the reality of being seen. Like, mm. I strive so much for, like, invisibility and it's a yeah. real struggle to, like, having this podcast yeah. or, like, having, like, Instagram, mm. knowing that people are seeing me, which is fine yeah. in the abyss, but when the real world hits me again, I'm like, oh, yeah, no saw me. Yeah. I honestly, yeah, like, first starting on Instagram. So when I first started, I had no followers and no presence at all, like, I had a personal Instagram that I had never like talked on my stories ever in my life. I'd 
yeah, I've never done any of that. And starting Luna Social was like, obviously my confidence was already extremely high, like starting my business, but that was like the, a big leap for me. And I remember the first time jumping onto my stories, I had written out like a script on a piece of paper that I had next to me. And I could, I can vis- like visually remember the whole thing. Cause I was going like this the whole time with my eyes, they would just go to the side to look at my script. And, so- <laughs> and I'm sure everyone could tell, but like, that's what, I had to do to get me on there and then I eventually like the more you do it the easier it becomes but that was yeah like even someone with like extremely high confidence like that was a fucking that was scary and even to this day like I the one thing that still is like my next step on Instagram is doing lives because I there's something about real time because stories like you can edit them, you know, oh, and or like you can like, them like seven yeah, times. <laughs> exactly. If not, I don't do that anymore though. Like I'm like, if I film it twice and it's fucked, I will, I'm like, no, nah. three times is like the charm for me. I can't remember the old saying that I used to say, but I'm like three times or basically don't fucking bother. Like try something else. <laughs> Cause that's just a waste of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but lives you can't edit them and I'm like oh shit <laughs> I, because really I have scary. like the very distinct like so I've got obviously um confetti curves as like my main Instagram yeah. but then I have like a personal like private one as well yeah and 99.9% of that content is my dogs like it is yeah. rare that I'll even have like a like a selfie or like a picture with a friend on there so yeah. then like you go to the polar opposite where it's just like me constantly on the stories being like yeah today I want to talk Hi about guys. coffee here's a day or, in the life exactly <laughs> or I ran into the front door and now I have a swollen foot here's a picture of my foot <laughs> I remember seeing that I was like oh fuck Steph <laughs> you poor thing it but it's content. It Everything is content. Is content. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I just wish someone had been there to see it because, like, yes. it was a full-paced yes. walk into a wooden door and no oh, one no. saw it. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Like, I, I always say this now. I'm like, if I trip or if I fall over and I injure myself, someone please get it on camera so that I can at least – because, look, let's be honest, when you trip in public – it's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> like when you do, when you're walking down the stairs and you miss that step and your leg jolts and you're like, oh. Or when you get the like, oh, I'm falling, I'm falling, like wobbles. <laughs> yeah, those. I'm like, I wish someone would get that on camera and we could just make a reel of all these times that Siobhan has, like, tripped or whatever because I'm quite clumsy. Same. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's the one thing oh. that will finally go viral. Maybe. You never know. I actually remembered I was trying to jump back in the day. Um, I was, and I'm only 24, but I'm like, back in the day, I tried to jump a fence when I was down south and I had leggings on. I've still got these leggings, actually. I got mum to, like, put a stitch in them when I couldn't stitch my own clothes. I can do that now, just in case anyone's out there like, fucking lazy bitch. <laughs> but I tried to jump a fence and my leggings got this massive, like, hole in them and I fully fell in the mud because I went to jump and my foot didn't go over it properly. 
<laughs> I'm not flexible either. There's nothing there for me. And I fully, yeah, I like tripped. My leggings were caught on the fence and my face was in the mud. <laughs> It was like a slow motion movie as it was happening and no one saw it. And I remember walking back to the house and it was with like my ex friends at the time. But yeah, I remember walking back to the house, there's mud all over my face and they're just like, what the fuck happened to you? You don't even want to know. You weren't there. You didn't, you don't get the glory of hearing about the story now. I remember I, in an old team that I worked in, I'd gone into the city at lunchtime and I caught the bus and I'd come back and then I went to the bathroom and I sat down and I could see the floor through I'm my like pants. already thinking. <laughs> and I was like, when did I split my pants? Like there was no moment in time where I was like, I felt that or I, and like I was wearing like a G-string and like, so there's been bare bombs exposed to like a bus the entire like oh mall who knows how many people in like my office and no one told me and I had no idea until I could literally see the tiles and I was like what the fuck and then what do you do like can you go home from work sick because you've split your pants oh my god I can't breathe that's so funny that was so funny <laughs> Oh, what can you actually do though? Like, I genuinely want to know if anyone has any idea of what, like, I don't know what I would do. Actually, you know what I would do? I've just thought of it. I'd get toilet paper. This is going to be brilliant. Then it's going to look like you have a diaper on, so maybe not. Maybe just bear it. Did you have a jumper or something you could tie around you? I luckily, my mum at the time worked in the same building as me and my mum always had an office cardigan. So I'm pretty sure I spent the rest of the day with my mum's cardigan tied around my pants. But I had to like call her from my mobile and be like, "Um, mum, I'm in the bathrooms, can you please bring a cardigan? And she thought (laughs) that I got a tattoo at lunchtime for some reason. What? I was like, I'm in the bathrooms and like, I need to show you something, but I need your cardigan. And like, so like, my mum had just had like this trigger in her brain that was like, well, Steph must have gone out at lunchtime and got a tattoo. It's like, is that something you would do regularly? I don't have a tattoo at all. Nor would it be something that I would do on a whim at lunchtime. Yeah. You're just like, I'm just popping out to get a random tat on my ass. <laughs> oh my god let's talk about high school and the journey that that can be i know we've previously like obviously not on the podcast talked about some of the trauma of having friends that weren't the same size as us Mm. how did you find that yeah so oh my god high school that was a whole thing i reckon like never (laughs) no and it it, yeah I just it makes me actually I was gonna say it makes me sad when I hear other people say that they had such a good experience but I don't think I know anyone that's had a good high school experience (laughs) I think it was just like a shit time for everyone but yeah so my journey in high school yeah so I was I was friends and even just like because of my, I had really bad body dysmorphia in high school my whole life actually and I always thought I was so much bigger than everyone else around me, which now when I look back at photos, I'm like, 
Like, what? what? Yeah. I was tiny. Like, yeah, which is, that's body dysmorphia for you. (laughs) Fun times. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I did. I had had friends that were quite small um, and, yeah, I just... I would, I was always comparing myself to them. And, you know, I had this one friend who we would like from like childhood and we would, you know, go shopping together. Mm. And she, I know, <laughs> it, it makes me feel sick just thinking about it. I hate, I never, so tip ladies, tip curvy ladies, don't shop in store ever. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, I, I, so she was my, like all through childhood she was always like a size six to like an eight, like no bigger than an eight. And my whole life I was like, I don't think I was any smaller than a 12. Like I was always like a 12, a 14, mm-hmm. um, 16. And like now I'm an 18. So it's like, it's that kind of thing. Like, you know, I was always the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> I'm not going to say the larger end because the majority of Australians are above a size 14. So right. What is normal, considered Mm. normal. That's bullshit. Exactly. But yeah, so we would go shopping and she'd always go into these stores (laughs) that had no, they did not have sizes above a size 12. Um, Like back when I was a kid, like obviously a 14 was like classified as like what they used to do. It was like XXL, (laughs) (laughs) which is just fucking offensive. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) you know what? I don't care anymore. Now I'm like, if I'm like an XXL, I'm like, fucking, there's just extra, extra more of me. So, and exactly. Like, I, and the power of just buying a size that fits. Exactly. Not, like, oh. I mean, my sister and I were like hooked on like, we never wanted to buy more than a size 16. And then it was like, yeah, do you I know do what? That. I just want to mm-hmm. be fucking comfortable. Like, exactly. Gives oh. a shit what the number is. Yeah, like all of my clothes were always too small for me and I, yeah, but anyway, I was going to go into something else but then I was like, I better finish the first fucking story first and then we can move to the next back around. <laughs> Literally, otherwise I'm going to forget where I am. But yeah, so we'd go through these stores and she obviously being a size six or eight, I would just pretend to look because I was like, nothing in this store fits me. And then you'd get the horrible looks of the store people, of the, you know, the retail assistants, and they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing in here? You don't belong in here. Like, nothing in here fits you. And it was so, that it was just the whole experience. Like, I can look back at it now and laugh, but back then, the mental breakdowns I used to have in change rooms, like, it was a thing. Mm. Like, I feel always feel so sorry for my poor mum who used to go shopping with me and I would be having a full-on breakdown in the, you know, in the change rooms and she, she just didn't, she didn't know what to do. <laughs> my poor mum, I was like, and being a teenager as well, you're so emotional and, like, angry and, like, oh, fuck life. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I fucking hate everything and this store sucks and all this stuff and, oh, yeah, it was a whole experience. But yeah. <laughs> fun times. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was my experience being a curvier friend mm. to all of my friends. And yeah, it used to really affect my self-confidence. Like even I wouldn't I wouldn't even want to get photos with my friends because I would always think that people were looking at me and thinking, Oh, she's the fat friend or this or that and 
And then like, we oh, remember the dumb, uh, like the Duff movie that came out. That it's all like, oh, you know, like the dumb, ugly, fat friend. And it's like, um, yeah, I remember this that. Is offensive, and also yeah. we're calling her fat. Like that's yeah. just, yeah, exactly. So, I know so it's. <laughs> Yeah, that was the stereotype that I, like, even at school I used to, I was actually a very clever kid. Like, I was quite smart. And, I mean, there was some subjects where I was like, oh, like maths, that was my, that was my one. I was like, nah, <laughs> we don't do maths. That's <laughs> why we got calculators. I don't see the point in knowing the fucking area of a triangle. <laughs> like, what is the point of this? But anyway, I was quite a smart kid and a lot of the teachers used to treat me like I was the dumb, blonde, like, fat kid. And, yeah, it was just – it was a thing. And mm. I don't think people realise that, which is so oh, sad. Oh, and it's 100% like even still in, like, the world today, like, if yeah. you aren't, like, traditional-sized, yeah. you're automatically thought that you're stupid or, like, yeah. you know – the way that you look is impacting your brain capacity, which is exactly. just infuriating in so many ways. I know. And I'm like, fucking look at us now. So what? joke's on you. <laughs> I always think of that. I'm like, the girls that I used to be friends with at high school who were quite toxic, I'm I'm always thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, look at me now. Like, I wonder what they're doing. Like, not to be up myself, but I'm just, I'm always thinking about that because they used to really, like, kick me down mm. and make me feel yeah like I was worthless and nothing so yeah it is nice to be somewhere and I'm like (laughs) jokes on you (laughs) look at how awesome my fucking life is now exactly and this like it's funny now because I am the heaviest that I've ever been in my life and yet I am the happiest like isn't that crazy it's crazy (laughs) but I love it yeah it's so good yeah. I think I'm kind of getting the same. Like, I still have, like, some kind of <clears> – I'm <throat> not 100% there. And, like, mm. I'm, st- it's still a bit of a journey for me. But I would definitely say yeah. I'm the most content I am, have ever been with my body. And yeah. I don't know how much I weigh, but I'm pretty sure I'm the heaviest just given yeah. by, like, the sizes that I'm buying. But no yeah. way I'm going fucking near a scale. Yeah, no. Scales and I, no. No, no, no. That's the one thing I threw in the bin when I started this confidence journey. I was like, scales go in the bin. They don't Mm. belong with my feet on them. Um, They don't need me (laughs) and I don't need them. (laughs) So, yeah. But, yeah, I feel like that's why we connected so well because I think that you are just incredible and you the level of confidence that you do have like even though you say that you're still on a journey you are so assured of yourself and that's what I love like you know you and even just like the bold personality that you have and like the bold colors and stuff that you love I'm like that's why we vibe because we're you know both on that level of like I don't give a fuck if I wear fucking multicolored clothes and walk my dogs on the street not that I because I have dogs but you do and you look cool and I'm like take a page from Steph's book everyone get a pink wall that has neon boobs behind you in the office everyone needs neon boobs thank you yeah. that's actually yeah. so like that's really kind and you've warmed my heart I, yeah thank you I think you're incredible and I feel like the confidence journey is it is a never-ending journey. Like, yes, I'm at this stage in my life now where I'm like, I really deeply love myself, 
but there is always things like there's always roadblocks that are going to come up and there's always you know things to work through and you know triggers that happen and like that's the whole part of evolution otherwise you're just going to be stagnant and like that's a waste of a life like if you're not evolving and you're not growing and you're not learning new things and learning new things about yourself is like the most incredible thing that I love I just yeah I love evolving I love growing and just rebirthing like the amount of rebirths I think I'm on to my like fifth rebirth at this point like every time I'm on my Instagram I'm like re- rebirth time and everyone's like you fucking just had one and I'm like I have them like every couple of months they just I'm a phoenix guys yeah like get used to it it just happens but, but I also yeah. feel like for me I keep being like I'm on this path and this is like 100% where I'm going and then something happens I'm like ah fuck and then I was like, okay, now I'm going this way and this is my personality now. And it's just kind of like that pause, let the emotion out. And now it's like, yeah. okay, we're on a different 100%. Yeah. And that's so important. I think that's something that people don't realize is like a lot of, like whenever something happens in life, you know, you can either follow the same road and like, you know, the roadblock happens and you're like, but I'm like, I need to keep going in this way. But if you're not actually listening to the nudges and the pulls to do these other things, like, yes, you're diverting, but you could be diverting into something so fucking incredible. Like, even with my business lately, like, when I first started, I was, like, you know, there were so many other social media people on Instagram already, and I was like, what the fuck do I know? No one's going to listen to me, all this kind of stuff. And, like, establishing yourself is so hard to do, but once you get – well actually rewind it's not hard to do if you just show up and be a presence which is what I try and teach people because I took all the hard roads which is what I don't want people to do because there is an easy way to do it just (laughs) be you and shine which is what is so cool but I think that's one of the things that I really struggled with with confetti curves so it was always meant to be like a bra and underwear company. And then mm. we hit the roadblock of having nowhere near enough money to actually get that off the ground. Mm. And so we're pivoting and there's so many fucking yep. incredible things coming. And you have been like the biggest beacon of glow for that and Aww. given me so many amazing ideas to like have the confidence to keep going after them. Yeah. But I really struggled like just going, are people actually going to give a shit of me like turning up on my stories and saying yes. things? And, like, it took – I kept going through these, like, ups and downs, like, I'll have a chat. And, like, then I won't. And, like, now I'm just like, oh, fuck it. Like, if people don't like it, they're going to unfollow. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that deep. Exactly. And I think that's the thing. Like, that's the conversation that we had where we were like, we're going to just create a personal brand because I think the thing is is that when you – like – the unique person that you are to create that incredible brand already and like be wanting to launch this line, you know, people, I always say it, I'm like, people follow people, like people follow people, they buy from people, they don't buy from businesses. So no matter what you launch, people are going to buy from you because you, like anytime you show up, you fucking glow. Like you actually shine because you are such a beautiful personality. And like, that's what people love and like that's what I've even even received feedback myself like people always like I've put polls up on my Instagram and I've said you know do you follow me for like the tips and tricks and the Instagram stuff or you just love my vibe and the amount of people were like I just love your vibe and I'm like that's the thing it's because we are unique in our presence like there's 
yes, there's 5 million other social media managers out there and there's 5 million other, you know, lingerie brands out there, but you make it unique because you are the presence that is inviting people to buy your products because you're fucking awesome. So keep doing you. <laughs> this has just been like a giant <laughs> ego boost podcast already. And I, I'm loving exactly. it. This is what but- I'm here for. <laughs> I think we're also creating things that we want ourselves. Like I feel like we've both gone into business to create products and things that we would like as consumers want. We're not Mm. kind of like in it to make the money kind of thing. It's like, you know, I want to create this so that I can have it and share it with the rest of the world. I'm literally so excited for the garments like I cannot wait when they launch I'm like I'm gonna be the first one buying every single style but yeah I that's it like that's what I feel it's like if you love what you do you know and you really do hone in on what your purpose on this earth is to do you fucking shine no matter what because you're having so much fun and you just love it to bits and the thing is as well like how we were saying about diverting roads like if you do get to a certain point in your business or in your life where you're like this is actually no longer serving me this isn't lighting me up it's about having the confidence to make that split decision of like right we're gonna go this way now and that's okay like if you all of a sudden decide that okay I'm going to make like you know, even like with me, like the massive things been coming through lately is I've had so many of so many of my coaching clients come to me and say, how do you have the confidence to show up and be the presence and, and, you know, confidence and the same word that keeps coming up that I'm like, okay, maybe this is the universe's way of telling me that I need to start helping people be like how to confidently be on their social media. So, that's like a little pivot that I may be doing in the near future. I will be doing it within my course, Glam Your Gram anyway, but I probably would like to do some sort of like workshops or something in that field because yeah, when you get, when you get the nudges, when you get the pulls to do that, it's like just fucking step into your power and do it. Oh. And you'd be amazing at that. You, uh, I just oh. love your like ability to just be so human that sounds like a really yeah. odd compliment but like it's just the authenticity like yeah. if you that's the that is another thing actually on on in the world of social media you know I feel like there is a lot of people that when they show up they're not being their authentic self so then when you do see them in the real world you're like really shocked at the difference yeah. so that's why I'm like, guys, be authentic, be you, be loud, be the presence. Because if you're not the you that you are on your social media, I couldn't think of anything more, I was going to say embarrassing, but I don't think that's the right word. But you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't think of anything more horrible than for someone to see me in the real world and I suddenly I'm actually like this really quiet person that like could you even imagine because then they no I couldn't can't even imagine being quiet that was like me back in like 2012 (laughs) we don't don't do that anymore no we're not a quiet we're a very extroverted human being (laughs) but yeah that's the thing like if you're not you then when people see you in the real world they're like what so Okay, so I know I've told you this story before, but I feel like the podcast needs to hear this story. They definitely do. (laughs) (laughs) 
so a few weeks ago, I don't, I don't know how long ago it was, but um, I went on a date with a guy and I went back to his house and spent the night. And the next morning he's like, ah, oh, you know, like I'll get you some clothes and like you can, <laughs> you can have some breakfast so you don't have to put on like last night's clothes. And this motherfucker <laughs> is a men's small and there is nothing small about my body. So he gives me a pair of tracky-dacks in his size small that I have to like <laughs> contemplate how the fuck I'm going to put these on <laughs> without him knowing. With, like, as if he hasn't already seen my body the night before and knows what size I am. I'm in this, like, warped thing where I'm like, I need to, like, somehow be able to, like, get these pants on and, like, trick him into thinking that I'm, like, a men's size small. Thanks. <laughs> I wish you guys could see my face during this whole thing. I'm literally, I'm literally crying. I can't. I'm like trying to hold back laughing while she's talking because I've heard this story before and I literally almost wet myself because <laughs> it was so relatable. Okay. 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 Keep going because it's so good. Okay. So I get the tracky decks up to like my butt and like they're tight. But they're on, but not, like, fully on. <laughs> and thank God he's given me a hoodie that's oversized. So I then spent the rest of the morning trying to, like, make sure that, like, the hoodie is, like, covering my butt enough that he can't tell that I'm wearing these pants that are too small that he's given to me. And I'm too embarrassed to tell him, don't fit me. And it was a <laughs> Oh my god, I literally can't breathe. It's so funny. <laughs> it's just like, it's so relatable. Oh, it's okay. just like, it's like going to a friend's place and they're like, oh, do you want a jumper? And it's like, I would love a jumper, but um, there's not but a you're like a size eight. <laughs> Sorry, I'd rather fucking die. I'd rather freeze to death than try and put like your jumper on. Oh my god. <laughs> it's my actual worst fear. Like when you were saying it to me, I was like, this is my new fear has been activated within me. <laughs> I swear to God, when I start dating, it's good it is it is gonna happen. But <laughs> I don't date, in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> um when I do start dating I'm going to bring a spare change of clothes and leave it in the car. <laughs> because you have not activated <laughs> Oh my god. So the it's lesson so is horrible. don't say yes to other people's clothes. <laughs> I literally would rather walk around in a nude. <laughs> and like as soon as I had said yes, I was like, I should have just like, put yeah. my dress back on. Like <laughs> <laughs> I would have, you know what? I honestly would have. I'm trying to think of actually, you know what I would have done just as like to be as like a sexy joke. I would have been like, yeah, no worries, and then I would have just come out butt naked, and I would have been like, your pants didn't fit, so I just decided to wear nothing. <laughs> that would have actually been epic. <laughs> Maybe like oh the morning God. would have taken a different turn. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It would have been, like, the night before round two. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh I can't say that I've ever had an experience like that, but I have <laughs> and I hopefully will never will because that sounds not fun. <laughs> So I remembered you saying to me as well that when you were trying to sit there and eat breakfast, you were like, don't, you were like, I can't, it's not, where is it going to fit? Because exactly. <laughs> the pants are so tight. I felt so sorry for you. Oh and my like God. trying to sit and then like, you know, like take, like get up to like take the dishes into the kitchen. You're and like- so lucky that the pants didn't split. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would have made it so much worse. <laughs> if they just if you got up and they just <laughs> They definitely would not have been a date too. <laughs> no, let's just put it that way. Oh, oh, man. Well, you never know though. He might be one of those guys that really likes, you know, a juicy bum. Well, he's come back for more. Like we've been on oh. several dates afterwards. So Okay then. He couldn't have been scared off. <laughs> No, he probably didn't even notice this men are so oblivious sometimes, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I can relate to that story, but it definitely activated a new fear within me. So thanks a lot. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Plan oh your overnight stays. <laughs> I reckon I'm going to have to pack a bag and put it in the car. And then when the guy's like, do you want to borrow something of mine? I'll just be like, oh, I've actually got spare stuff. <laughs> Just in the car from, yeah, I, you know, it wasn't just in there in case, just in case. It's like, (laughs) I don't even know how you'd work that into a conversation. It's like my gym bag for that gym membership I don't have. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, I, I definitely experienced though, like back when I, back when I had friends that, I was going to say back when I had friends, I have friends, guys, I promise. <laughs> There's a pause in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> pause dramatic music. <laughs> back when I was friends with my ex-friends, I had a couple of occasions, yeah, where I'd gone to someone's house and forgotten something and they'd been like, do you want to borrow something of mine? And I'm just like, <laughs> No. <laughs> I'd rather freeze to death. <laughs> oh, oh God. God, it's so sad. It anyway, <laughs> it's fine. We roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It makes for a damn good story. That's the thing. Like, it's oh, such yeah. a good story. Mm. Mm. And like, what's life without good stories? There's a whole song that's like a hundred bad days made a hundred good stories. Exactly. And that's so true. <laughs> oh, okay. This is a new one that mm. happened. So. I'm trying to think. It's not It's not like super funny though, but it happened recently on my social media. So I haven't experienced many trolls on my social media thus far. Um, I also haven't experienced any of those. Well, only recently have experienced those um, sugar daddy <laughs> messages <laughs> that you get, um, which is Another story that now I'm going to divert to, but anyway, and then we'll come back to this one. But so back when I was friends with my other friends, they obviously being a lot more, not, this isn't the reason why they would get a lot of those messages, but you know, also kind of is, (laughs) but you know, they were a lot smaller than me. And one of the girls would always message in the group chat saying, you know, she would just like copy and paste or screenshot, sorry, these messages. And they were always like, sugar daddy, nothing sexual, you know, I'll pay you $5,000 a week. Fucking tempting. I'm not going to lie. Like, honestly, (laughs) fucking 
if Even I'm ever in desperate times. Photos, I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. I can do feet photos. That's okay Easy. with me. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so she would always screenshot these messages and me back prior to my confidence rebirth. Um, I would be so jealous. <laughs> How sad is that? I would be so jealous of these messages because I was like, I wasn't fucking getting any. <laughs> so I was like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not getting any? And all this stuff would go through my head like as if I wanted them. <laughs> so it's yeah. that, it's that external validation. I 100% like oh, yeah. that. You just yeah. like, you just want someone to be like, I find you sexy. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's oh. good because I don't find me sexy. So like, I'm so glad that you do. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I mean, I do find me sexy, but I'm like, it's so, oh my God. Okay. Actually, now I've got another story that's just popped into mind. So this is a good one. So first, when this whole, uh, my whole confidence thing began and I started learning social, I went on to all the dating apps. I was like, okay, I'm going to just fucking put myself out there, put the sexiest photos that I have of myself. Like I would literally use like my branding photo shoot photos because they are are pretty damn good yeah Yeah. my photographer is bloody queen alchemy brand studio zoe i love her i recommend her to everyone she's a queen but yes i always get a lot of like sexier photos in my because it's just me like i just do what's in the moment and And, like a lot of like bras and like blazers and gorge yeah 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 that was my recent one Mm. but yes so I put a couple of those ones. Well, they weren't the ones that I had on this original profile. It was like I was in a field and I had like <laughs> I had this pink dress on and I was just all like with flowers and like being really sensual and all that kind of stuff. So those were the ones that were on my Tinder profile dating page. And the amount of guys, and I didn't realise it was a thing, so my whole life going from like having no male attention – to now suddenly everyone or like all these men in Perth found me like desirable and I was like oh my god this is so cool this is so much fun like whoa anyway the amount of fuck boys that I attracted <laughs> oh my god and they were all these and like the stuff they would send me as well like fucking mind blown like right. it really threw me right in the damn deep end and was like you gotta fucking swim and come up with all of these really um great you know pick up lines and comebacks and all this stuff. Let me just also put it out there that um, when I first (laughs) went onto the dating apps, I just said it as everyone because I was like, girls, guys, I didn't know what I liked at the time. I was like, I'm going to play the field. Um, Women are so much more better at like going backwards and forwards with the banter. Let's just say (laughs) that because men are fucking boring. (laughs) They cannot Literally, I'm sitting there and I'm sending the dirtiest things ever, like not in a gross way, in a good yeah, way. Like they were really way. good. Like I'm toot my own horn because they were really good. <laughs> and the guys would come back and they would either not get it or, you know, it would just go over their head or they would get it and they were just like, ha ha, ha ha, come excuse on. me, ha ha. That was the resp- What? I just told you something really great and you respond with ha ha. Fuck off. <laughs> it's a disappointment. It is. It's just disappointing. But I did have this one guy that I thought was so attractive and he was like, 
fucking muscly. Mm. I can picture him in my head because he was just fabulous. But anyway, <laughs> he I didn't I knew all the whole time that he was just he was just wanted a piece of my ass. And I didn't, you know, it got to that it got to that point where he was always just like, you know, sending all these things where he was like, oh I just I love your peach and all this like I didn't know what that actually meant. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I didn't know what it meant when I first jumped onto these dating apps. But um I figured it out pretty damn quick and all these things. And I was like, apparently it's an actual thing being a curvy woman. All these men, like you, they love your big bum. And I'm just like, "Mm." so I utilized that. And I started putting photos in my profile that was like my back, like my, the back of me. I was like, I'm going to use this to my advantage because your girl has a good ass. (laughs) We're going to use this. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah it was funny the conversations that you'd go backwards and forwards with these guys and they would just like not get it at all <laughs> and that's why I gave up because <laughs> I was so bored <laughs> like, guys get on my humor level yeah I'm like oh and mm. yeah I, I honestly was like pushing myself so bad to be like I need one I wish I liked women because they're just so much more interesting <laughs> oh <sighs> But anyway, it's okay. The disappointment I've... of being attracted to men. I mean, it's so fucking disappointing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have started, like, I put on my dating profile. Because I was having, like, I, in my kind of, like, confidence journey or just, like, trying to, like, discover me, I've really kind of, like, given up on, like, makeup and, like, getting really fancy. Yeah. And, like, my, I'm just like kind of, that. like, getting comfortable in, like, my face and, like, yeah stretchy clothes so, yeah, so in my profile we're here for the stretchy clothes oh my god so much oh yeah i love I, feeling like a blanket 24 7 it's yes, just the funking vibe exactly. yeah exactly so my profile is full of like there's like a couple of like really like pretty photos of like a time where i wore a ball gown but oh then, my god i know then the rest of them are like me eating a donut or like me with my suitcase and just kind I of like that but it's really kind of filtered out some of the, like, hey, just want a one-night stand. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you've seen my playlist. Yeah, I think I need to maybe change my photos then. <laughs> maybe I need to get me eating a donut. That mm. sounds amazing. Because also, oh. if someone do- is, like, against donut eating, I'm not interested. Like, yeah, get the fuck they out. can literally get fucked. <laughs> exactly. If you By don't, yeah. Oh, that's like that conversation that you were having with that guy about about food. <laughs> I'm like, he sounded so cool because, yeah, I I can't say that I've actually, you know what, actually rewind. I, my pickup line, so you know how on Bumble women have to talk first, mm-hmm. which to me, I don't go on Bumble anymore because in my opinion, I can't be fucked. Like, I don't want to message first. And it's not a confidence thing. Like, I have the best pickup lines. (laughs) Like, I just do. (laughs) I'm just putting it out there. I, you know, (laughs) I mean, we can get to that. But, um, yeah, so I stopped going on Bumble because my, the pickup line that I would always use would be like, um, now I have to think, what was it? It was, which do you prefer? And then it was like, pasta or pizza, mm-hmm. wine or beer, mm-hmm. or going out or night in. So it gives them, like, multiple choices. 
but they're all quite good like answers. Yeah. The only one that I probably wouldn't agree with is if they're like a massive party goer because mm. I been there done I mean look I never really had a party phase because my confidence was so low and I was around a shit group of people that we never went out and I never got to experience that and now I just I can't be bothered <laughs> I run a business I don't have time for that yeah. so we and just have dance parties as well. exactly we just have naked dance parties in our in our house so it's fine you know perfect yeah <laughs> Especially when moving into this apartment, I'm like, I'm going to have some naked dance parties and if anyone sees, because I'll probably leave the blinds open because I'm that kind of person, I'm like, if anyone sees, um, they deserve it because at that point I'm like, they've obviously put in quite a bit of effort to have a look. I'm going to be on like a very top floor in this complex. So, but anyway, what was I getting at? The pickup lines. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so I would, it would just like spark the conversation, but then it's really funny when you're on Tinder or like those other ones and the guys, like, I just leave it up to the guys to talk first and you can match with some really attractive men and then they literally just message you with a, Hey, yeah. I'm like, Hey back. I literally messaged that to someone the other day. So this guy, I'm back on the dating apps <laughs> after a sabbatical. Um, this one guy messages me and he's like, actually, what was – his was actually really good. It was um, – it was like, hey, your fa- your face is so beautiful. And I thought he was being a little bit creepy. Uh, I was like – I was a little bit concerned. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean my face is so beautiful? You couldn't pick any other part of me. But then I realised like, if it would have been any other part, I would have been like – but I do pr- – look, I actually prefer the more provocative messages because it sparks like a good you conversation. You could have something like to – Yeah. Yeah. Like give me your best. Like I will dish it right back to you. So yeah. – if not, if I don't have anything in mind, I will Google. So it's fine. Oh, yeah. I love Googling Google like a dad joke to like go oh back God, to things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Google is my best friend when I'm talking to people on these days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if not, it's like phone a friend and be like, hey, <laughs> do you have a good response to this? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this guy was like, he was like, oh, you have such a beautiful face. And I didn't respond for two days because I was like, "Mm." and then he messaged me and he was like, hey, I didn't mean that in a creepy way. I just think that you're actually really beautiful. And he was actually really nice. And then we went backwards and forwards and he was like, I'm studying. Oh, no, I've just finished studying like being an accountant, but I want to do real estate. And I was like talking about what I do. I was like, "Mm." Mm. he's quite attractive as well. So I was like, "Mm -hmm." so when are we going on a date? Probably never, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> That's Look, also the thing, like, when you can get, like, really good conversations with guys and then you're just like, are you ever going to fucking ask me out or are we just going to, like, yeah. chat for, like, the next month and then just, like, yeah. never speak again? Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm all for the dates. Like, ask me out. Mm. I'm not going to – I'm not I'm not doing the whole, like, so when are we going to go out? Ugh. No. Ask me. You need mm. to ask me. Otherwise, I'm just – I lose interest. And I lose interest really quick. Like, re- like I'm not kidding. This, if, after, if you haven't sent me something good in the second text message back and forth, done. I'm done. See you later. Because <laughs> I'm just – I'm out. I don't have time for that. Hmm. I want someone to just be like – I really hope some guys are listening to this podcast <laughs> because that would be great for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. But this is why I'm like, we need some, I need some help at this point. I do tell everyone, I'm like, if you know anyone, because I'm giving, I'm about ready to give up on these dating apps. I just can't be bothered. We've I just out to the universe now. The universe is yeah, going to do its magic. We've said that we're open and ready, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> <laughs> Here <laughs> come the daddy jokes. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah. <laughs> So this is what we this is what we need. This is what we desire. It's happening this year. So if anyone knows anyone, Hook a girl hit up. me up. <laughs> hit me up. Yeah. yeah. The whole dating thing has been such a like interesting concept because I had not planned on dating this year. I was like, I'm going to have a year off. I am yep. just going to a year like- off from dating. <laughs> I'm just gonna like <laughs> live my life, and like so, my ex and I broke up in July last year. So it's been mm. almost like almost a year yeah. of being single. That makes sense. Then you were like, I'm taking a sabbatical because of that. So that's yeah. fair enough. It's yeah, just like, I'm just not gonna do anything. And then yeah. working with Holly, she's like, um, Why aren't you dating? And I was like, oh, yeah. like I want to find did the myself. Exact same thing to I me. Am. And yeah. then she's like, Go get dating, and I was like, Oh. That's what she did to me as well. I know. We got thrown in the deep end. Our mum told us off, and she was like, (laughs) "You need to go and find boys." I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to." Exactly. It's like boys smell funny. (laughs) Boys have cooties. Oh my god! And small pants. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I, I literally thought you said small penis, not pants. Then, and then it registered in my mind what you said mid laugh, and that's why I like almost choked to death because I'd realised that I'd gotten it wrong. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "What guys are you dating?" <laughs> The wrong kind. Apparently. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Man. Oh, that's funny. So funny. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Dating is fun. <laughs> mm. You know what? Actually, let's rewire our story around dating. Dating actually is fun. It's just the online world that's disheartening because, like, for someone like me who is very confident and I'm just like, you know, I just say what I think. I've gotten past the point in my life where I filter things that I say because I'm not here to offend anyone and I love everyone and I have so much love for people in the world. But when I start to filter myself, that's when I notice that I bubble things down and I'm like, I'm just going to be, this is where I'm just my most authentic self. Hence this whole fucking podcast, literally. <laughs> I don't know how we ended up on this topic, but anyway, it's like, you know, that's the whole thing that I take to dating. And I think that it is a big, like in the face for men, because I am, I'm not quiet. I'm not reserved. So if a guy is quiet and reserved, he's instantly just like, runs from me so that's another thing they have to be loud like me <laughs> but really otherwise we're gonna have fucking problems <laughs> but guys seem to have this real contradiction like they want this like really confident person but then mm-hmm. like if you're too like yeah openly confident they're like oh she's arrogant yeah. it's like yeah what the fuck do you want from me <laughs> i know but i just don't care anymore i'm like people can have their perceptions of me and I'm not taking that on because I think when you, when it, like from my past, like to get me to where I am today, I'm not holding back anymore because I held back so much in my life and I didn't say things when I should have. And yeah, now I'm just like, 
I let it rip <laughs> with um with what's the word? Like I do it in a in a way that is good, you know? Like yeah, I'm being it's done with love. It's not like yeah, malicious. I'm I'm saying this with love. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. And you're so young to have learned that lesson. Like you're only 24. Yeah. Like I god, know. I wish I had that knowledge at 24. There's a lot of things <laughs> that like little young Steph would not have done or put up with. Yeah, we've had a lot of lifetimes to get me to 24. I don't feel like I'm 20. Every time I say my age, like even even to like when working with clients and they didn't know how old I was until like we'd already started working together, I yeah, when I finally like I'm not holding it back. I'm not hiding it. I don't care. But I'm like when it does come out that I'm 24, they're all like, "What?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I just mentally do not feel like I'm 24." Like I definitely do so my two words for this year are play and pleasure. So those are my two Love it. Yeah, words for the year. Also surrender and trust. Like they're like, you know, all in the same thing. But I definitely like in terms of play, like I'm trying to be a lot more, like I'm trying to go back to my inner child and like, yeah, because I don't feel like I did that when I was a kid. And that is why I am like a lot more mature for my age because I missed that whole like mm. play and fun because of like all the bullying and everything that went on that yeah so 20 old 24 year old Siobhan is now having a lot more fun than I used to like even two years ago like I do not take life that seriously anymore I'm like well you you honestly can't like life (laughs) the more you take it seriously the more it fucks you over I find oh yeah I reckon (laughs) it's the universe's way of being like (laughs) You thought you you thought you could be serious. <laughs> Get back <Yeah>. in box. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I love that. My word for the year was bloom, which so mm. like it was to like nurture and kind of like take stock into who I was and like then kind of fucking love that. Bloom into a new person. Like you are the- blooming. Look at you. Thanks. That is so cute. Yeah. I love it. It's, oh. it's a journey. Everything's a journey this year as well. It's a blooming journey. It's going to be a journey, literally. It's going to be a journey for the rest of our life. We are on, we are in the inner work game. The, you know, we heal ourselves Mm -hmm. emotionally. We do the trauma work where, you know, we're in that game. We are never going to be not evolving. And that's what's so cool. So we need a guy to keep up because fuck. (laughs) Exactly. There will be a new Siobhan next week. Just wait. Even I'm like, cool. I've, literally, I've got like, I'm like one of those people that's like multiple, like, I was going to say multiple personalities, but it's not, it's like multiple, like, I just come out. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you never see the same me because every day is different. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's it's good, though. Like, I feel like once you finally let go of that, like, I'm not the person I used to be, it's, like, good. Like, thank God I am continuing to, like, or the universe or whatever. Like, I know. I'm continually learning and growing and evolving Mm. and going, fuck, that person a year ago? Look at, like, where she was and now where I am. Exactly. It's crazy as well even just to think of, like, me – like, yeah, like, a couple of years ago, because, like, I don't know, if anyone's heard my story and been on my page, like, they would know that shit got dark, like, you know, about a year, a year and a half ago. Like, I was extremely suicidal and my mental health was so, so bad that it's, yeah, it's crazy. If I was the me that I was then, I 
wouldn't be here. Like, there's no way I wouldn't I wouldn't be here. And that makes me sad because I'm like, oh, I'm such a gift to the world. <laughs> exactly. The world is a better place because you're in it. Exactly. And you lose sight of that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. I love it. I'm so glad that you did the work and, like, you are just glowing. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. This has been amazing. And I know that you will be here many, many more times because this is too much fun. I reckon you're just going to, I'm just going to have to be like a co-host at this point. Look, I actually have an idea up my sleeve for us to have like a joint podcast, but we can we actually, yes, I really want to do it. I need to, I'm starting a podcast this year, but like, I don't want to do it on my own. Like I've said this to people. Because I much prefer the conversation. Like, it's more funny. It's hilarious. Yes. Like, us now. Oh, my 100%. God. Okay. Is let's this a business it. partnership that's happening? Yes. In the, yeah. Like, let's Watch out, everybody. <laughs> this is going to be a regular occurrence, probably with a little more structure. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Flash forward a couple uh, months and you'll I don't see. know. Structure's, like, fucking lame. I'm not here for structure. <laughs> <laughs> By structure, I mean our topic to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What was the topic of today? I don't know. Fucking dating advice, cats, and um, confidence. Shopping in store socks. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. but for now, before our joint podcast, where can people mm. find you, your fucking glowing self on the internet? Oh, well, you can find me at lunasocial.co on Instagram, and I'm also on TikTok. Oh. Because that's, I'm having, we have a Why don't I follow you there. on TikTok? Do you not follow me on TikTok? I, I'm I, so offended. I will I'm now. just kidding. <laughs> I follow you, so that's just sad. <laughs> I have two accounts. Which one are you following? I think I'm following both, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm logging in now. Okay, thank you. No, it's okay. <laughs> but yes, I'm over on TikTok as well. I did a 30-day TikTok challenge, so I was posting on there a lot. Um, but And that was run by Nicole Lilly, and that was her idea. She was a queen. She's a queen. She's my queen. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, so that was her challenge that I did. And then I kind of dropped off tiktok because that was like there was a lot of tiktoks that were going out so now we just kind of repost the stuff that's on instagram over to tiktok and that kind of thing one day when i get to a thousand followers on tiktok you i'll be going live and you guys will see me doing work and fun stuff but you have to get to a thousand and i'm not there yet so you have to a thousand put a fucking link in your bio as well uh yeah tiktok needs to fucking change because (laughs) i just think that's really offensive (laughs) you know how long it took me to get to a thousand followers on instagram (laughs) like it took me like 18 months oh didn't take me that long (laughs) that's why you're the expert (laughs) my business is not even a year old yet next month then it's a year (laughs) but it's okay because, yeah, we just know all the tricks. And also followers means absolutely nothing. Like I say this to all my clients that, you know, I've got clients that have got like 10,000 followers and I've only got like, what, 1,200 followers. Like who cares? No one cares. No one actually cares anymore because it's not a thing. Like it was a thing when you had to have 10K to have certain features on Instagram, but now everyone has all the features. So it's not a thing. And the thing is, is like if you have 10,000, like – yeah I was gonna say something but then I was like I'm not gonna say it It was one of my ex-friends but anyway we won't go there (laughs) just in case she listens to this podcast (laughs) yeah we better not go there (laughs) so we'll wrap that up there (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank you so much and um you're so welcome you're always welcome oh that was so fun
if you just had as much fun as we did, come follow us on Instagram at Confetti Curves, leave a five-star review and subscribe so you never miss an episode.